Are you concerned about the air that you're breathing, especially with increasing air pollution? We all know how vital indoor air quality is, and here's where Puro Air steps in to make the difference. Did you know that indoor air can be up to 100 times, 100 times dirtier than the air outside? That's where Puro Air comes to the rescue. In just 30 minutes, this revolutionary device can transform the air in your room by removing allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases. But what sets Puro Air apart is its cutting-edge HEPA-14 filter, a powerhouse that tackles pollutants at a microscopic level. And it's not just me saying that, Puro Air is backed by scientists from both Harvard and MIT. I personally loved having a Puro Air purifier. I feel like I can breathe again, especially after battling congestion for like the last month. Winter can be tough, but within an hour, it was crazy. I could feel my sinuses beginning to open up. I slept through the night without coughing, and I've been sleeping so much better now that we have a Puro Air running in our bedroom. So check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time, getpuroair.com. For a lot of my listeners, I feel like they're on a journey to simplify their lives, but they don't want to sacrifice style, which I completely understand. And that's why I was excited to partner with Home Threads. Home Threads is the perfect blend of minimalism and comfort for your home. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a curated collection of sleek and functional furniture that speaks to the heart of minimalist living, from multifunctional storage to timeless design. They have everything you need to create a clutter-free and serene space for your family. As most of you know, we've recently moved, and I'm not someone to just fill up a room so that it's done and decorated. I wanted to do this with intention, and so I searched out accent chairs on Home Threads and found the perfect mid-century modern chair that really complements my space. So embrace the beauty of less and elevate your home with purposeful pieces. Visit HomeThreads.com minimalist and get a code for 15% off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. Hello, and welcome to the Minimalist Moms podcast. I'm Diane, and I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. Join me today as we'll finish out the Minimalist Living series. You'll hear from Minimalist Living on Boats, New York City, Converted Van Living, Traveling the World, and on today's episode, A Cattle Farm with author Caitlin Henderson. Today you'll hear about Caitlin's transition into farm living, what the day-to-day looks like for her and her family, a bit about homeschooling, and how to practice slow living in any environment. As with each of these minimalist living interviews, I've loved hearing how minimalism has influenced life in these areas, and my hope is that it has encouraged you in your own minimalist pursuits, or maybe it even prompted you to change up your lifestyle. As this series wraps up today, join me back here next Tuesday as I speak to Rochelle Crawford about minimizing your child's work. Another thing happening next Tuesday is actually the launch of my new book, Minimalist Moms Living and Parenting with Simplicity. I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's feedback as you all start to receive copies of your book, so keep me posted. And as always, before we get to the conversation, I wanted to encourage you to leave a rating and review if you haven't done so yet, because truthfully, leaving a rating and review on iTunes is the best way you can help this podcast succeed and grow. And now for my interview with Caitlin. Caitlin, thank you so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. 
I'm so excited to hear about just living your life on a farm and what it means to you to live simply and intentionally while raising all these animals and kids. And so I can't wait to hear your story. But before we get into it, I'm just going to allow you to introduce yourself to the listeners. And maybe I'm curious to know if you consider yourself a minimalist. So I'll allow you to answer that however you want to. Yeah. So I'm Caitlin Henderson. I am an author, a speaker, a mama. I'm married to a farmer. I did not grow up on a farm. I grew up in town, but I fell in love with a farm boy and I married him and moved to the farm. So we live out here. We raise uh, mostly wheat for crops. And then we also raise cattle. We've got three little kiddos, all eight and under. And we're just out here on the farm every day working with each other. We homeschool our kiddos and it's very much a family affair, this lifestyle that we live. I would call myself a minimalist in my dreams. I'm not the best at acting it out. If you walked into my home, you would not automatically think, oh, they're minimalist, but I definitely really embrace the lifestyle and every kind of situation that I'm able to out here on the farm. Yeah, absolutely. And my next question for you was going to be what prompted you to move to the farm, but it sounds like your husband was already there prior to you guys getting married. So do you find it as you are, gosh, it just seems like so much work. Cause as you're saying this, I'm romanticizing like the day in and day out when it's obviously a ton of work to have animals and to live on a farm. So I guess, how do you live an intentional, simple, minimalist lifestyle in that type of environment? Well, I will definitely say it's very easy to romanticize this life. You're definitely not alone. So when I first moved to the farm, like I said, I did not grow up on a farm, so I didn't fully understand what I was committing to. And the first few years after Jake and I got married, it was a huge struggle. It almost broke our marriage. I really started to resent my husband. I started to really resent this farm because this way of life is extremely demanding. I mean, we are at the mercy of the weather and our animals. And if our cows get out at midnight, well, we're getting out of bed to go get them. I mean, there's there's so many things that we have no control over. You know, we don't control what we can sell our crops for, the prices and all of these things around us that basically we're at the mercy of. And the hours that it takes to run a farm and the sacrifices. So like our busiest season is harvest and my husband will work 18 to 20 hour days, seven days a week. And it's, it's so intense, but I will tell you that now being on the farm for almost 10 years now, I've really embraced this minimalist lifestyle where I'm able to. So I can't control the fact that if the cows get out at 2am, we got to go put them back in. But what I can control is how my family spends our time when we're together and when we're not being forced to have to go take care of something or in the middle of one of our busy seasons. Mm -hmm. And I really think that there is a huge piece now that I was able to open my eyes to that I think I was blind to in those early years because all I could see was like the hard and the crazy hours and the sacrifices. And now we're out here on all this land. And I will tell you, my very favorite thing to do is to sit on my front porch in my rocking chair 
And Jake and I will sit on the front porch and have a cup of coffee. And the kids run barefoot through the front yard with our golden doodle and they blow bubbles. And it's insane to me that that moment is so pure and simple. It's just a front porch and it's just a front yard. We're not, we're not scheduling it out. We're not forcing a moment to happen. We're just being in that moment. And that has turned in to one of our very favorite things. And I know that those are the memories that are going to last for me forever. So that's really where I embrace this minimalist lifestyle that while we are here on the farm as a family, when we're able to spend time together, that's what we do. We keep it as simple as possible. We walk down to the creek and we spend an afternoon having a picnic down on the creek. I mean, just things like that to where it really is this peaceful way of life in that sense. Yeah. And that's what I guess I was getting at. Just, it seems like you could implement a slow rhythm to your days. And if you are further out, I don't know exactly where your farm's located, but if you are further from more of an urban center or a city, I think that you get even more of that. Just you're cut from society, not cut from society. What's the word that I'm looking for? It, it really is. I, I know what you mean. And I, we're, we're about five minutes from our small town, Okay, but we're an hour from the nearest Target, Starbucks, okay. Sam's, things like that. So we're out here fairly rural and our nearest neighbor is over a mile away. I mean, we're wow. fairly secluded, mm-hmm. but I think that's also one of my favorite things about it is that I don't feel the pressure from all these people around me when I'm not on my phone. And when we're just out here, it's Mm -hmm. just us, it's us and the dog and the cows and the horses and all of this land. And there's no pressure from anyone around us. And we're able to just be together and do what we want to do as a family in that moment. I didn't prompt you for this beforehand, but I'm wondering what your day looks like every day. Take me through your day to day. Well, I swear every day is different, Um, mostly because things always come up that need done or something that happens that we have to go address. So like today, for instance, I got up and I planned to work on my computer all day because I do help my husband out a lot on the farm, but I also have, you know, my writing and the book and, Mm -hmm. and speaking and things that I have to work on on my computer So I put on my leggings and my tennis shoes to get ready to sit at my computer and work all day. And my husband called me and he needed help catching a few calves. And I spent an hour and a half outside traipsing through the mud in my tennis shoes and leggings. Um, Something that was supposed to take five minutes turned into like an hour and a half of helping him out there Mm -hmm. and then come back inside. We do a little bit of school with the kids. We do homeschool and cook, clean. I mean, no day is the same, but I will say some days are jam packed, absolutely crazy. And then some days we're able to just take the whole day and ride horses or go down to the Creek or something like that. And I know a lot of people, it would probably drive them crazy to not have a routine or have their days look fairly similar. But I think that's kind of what I've grown to love about it is that we're never bored out here because we're either going to be running a million miles an hour at things that need to get done, or we get to just have a really peaceful day. Yeah. I think there's definitely an argument to be made for both really structured days. And then also just allowing the freedom of 
flow in whatever that may look like for your day to day. And I think that's why homeschooling does sound so appealing to me. And I hope to have a series on homeschooling here, maybe towards the end of the spring. But I like the idea of with homeschool, you can kind of pick and choose your hours of how your day is going to look. It's like maybe today we're going to teach outside by the creek and we're going to really be hands-on in nature. And that's how we're learning because learning isn't just sitting at a desk with paper and pencil all day. I really believe that learning is being out and doing things and using your senses. So I do love that part of it. And it seems like you have such, you have the ability to be free range right now, free range parenting with your kids and allowing them to explore the space that you're living on. I just think it sounds really wonderful. Yeah. I think that's my favorite thing about homeschooling is it's not as structured as I thought it would be when we started homeschooling. But over the last year, especially, Jake and I have realized that our kids learn and absorb the most when they're helping us on the farm. Mm-hmm. And the other day we were weighing some of our calves and we had our eight-year-old writing down the weights and he had to, he had to like write down their weight and what uh, number their tag was so that we knew which calf it was. And he was sitting there and I realized, I said, he's doing reading, writing, math, all at the same time, just by helping us out. Mm -hmm. And when we are as a family and doing these things together, Jake and I will just look at each other and be like, I think this was considered homeschool today. I mean, they really learned a lot. It just wasn't sitting at a desk doing a workbook. And that's been really fun because I didn't go into homeschool really expecting that. It was kind of like this happy accident that we stumbled into that we found out really works for our family. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. No more stressful trips to the fitting room under fluorescent lights. With Armoire, you get to wear quality pieces without the hassle of adding to your wardrobe or paying designer prices. I'll say, as a busy mom of three, I know the importance of treating myself to something special. And Armoire allows me to prioritize quality over quantity in my wardrobe. Plus, Armoire is woman-founded and woman-led, so you can feel good about supporting a business that empowers women. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, try Armoire today. You'll never have to worry about finding the perfect outfit for any occasion again. If you're curious for some of the looks that I've chosen, check out my collaboration highlight on Instagram for a few of my favorite armoire looks. Looks that you can grab too. So right now my listeners can give armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalist. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalist to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. 
what would you say is more difficult about living on the farm? And then what would you say is easier? What has that looked like over the last 10 years? So I think the most difficult thing for me has been learning to embrace the things that I cannot control out here that I've, I've kind of called myself a recovering control freak that it's when I feel like I have control, I feel like things are safe Mm -hmm. and it's, it's really hard for me to let go of that and to let moments unfold and to just be more go with the flow and being in control when you are a farmer and on a farm is almost laughable because you'll plan something and then something goes wrong. Or there's just a million things that can throw a wrench in your plans for the day. So the most difficult thing for me has been letting go of that control. But once I learned to do that, so much more joy came into our lives because I realized it's, it gets still okay. It's about how I react to the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think the easiest thing about being on the farm is finding the peace and enjoying these little moments. So enjoying just sitting on the front porch or even I had this moment with my daughter a few weeks ago, we were folding laundry in the living room. Well, I was folding laundry and she walked in, she's four and we were looking out the window at the pasture and the cows were out in the pasture. And my little four-year-old just asked if she could fold washcloths for me. And I just had this really fun conversation with her. And I think that this environment on the farm of being surrounded by nature and just all this beauty has allowed me to really capture these little moments in my day and see the beauty and the joy that is within them. Yeah, no, I love that. How would you, I guess I've been taking these interviews. I'm doing a series. You're a part of the series called Minimalist Living, and it's various places that people are living that isn't like the everyday city or suburb. But anyways, how would you take, I guess, what you've learned or in this environment and encourage people in their day-to-day, wherever they may be? I would encourage someone to pick a moment that they normally see as mundane or just another task to check off. So like for us, it was laundry in that moment with my daughter, but I would encourage them to when they are in the middle of that task or that moment to just stop and make themselves find something beautiful about it, to pull the joy out of it instead of just rushing through that moment. So another example that I give is that we don't own a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And that was my choice because our kitchen sink looks out over our pasture and it's facing the West. So I can stand at my kitchen sink and do dishes and watch the sunset over our pasture. And that moment is where I reflect or pray or count my blessings or just really can stand there and think deeply. And I've never enjoyed dishes before. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm still like, Hey honey, it's your turn to do dishes. Or like, I I don't love dishes every time I do them now, but it is that moment of saying I'm here and I'm doing this task anyway. So what, what joy can I find from it? Or what's one little thing that I can see the beauty in this moment. And so for me, it's watching the sunset, but just being able to pick out one little moment of your day and being able to recognize that we can make more of that moment than we normally would. Mm -hmm. 
No, that's great advice. That's great advice. Well, where can listeners find you or pick up a copy of your new book if they want to connect with you? So you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Faith Farming and Family. And you can pick up the book anywhere books are sold online, Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble. And then it is also in Barnes and Noble stores. Perfect. Oh, cool. I'll have to look for it when I'm there. Well, as we wrap things up here, I'm going to ask you the two questions that I ask every guest. And the first one is, what is something that you're simplifying right now? AKA, what is your minimalist moment of the week? My house. I'm finally starting to go through and and take the minimalist lifestyle into my physical home. So I have been getting rid of things and organizing. And I am telling you, it has made me so happy. I love to organize. And so I've loved it. And then lastly, what is something that you can't stop talking about? (laughs) The weather we're coming, we're coming out of that Arctic blast and that like negative 30 degree temperatures. And it is over 60 degrees here today. And everyone that I've talked to is so joyful today, just because the sun is out and the weather is absolutely gorgeous and it feels like spring and I, I can't stop. I'm glad that you guys that are on the up and up because that is just crazy. Have they said that there's been any weather like that? When was the last time the weather was like that? So for our area, somebody said, I think the 1970s, we had it get this cold, but it wasn't for as long because we experienced these temperatures for over a week. And that's what was the really crazy part was how long it stayed cold. Yeah. Yeah. With all the freezing of the pipes and whatnot. Yeah. So crazy. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show today. This was wonderful. And I think that you gave really great advice that can be so practical and applicable for anyone really wherever they're at. So I just appreciate you coming and joining me today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. What did you think of the interview? I really love that last bit of advice that Caitlin left with us. She asked, what joy can you find in a simple or just a tedious task? I really found myself considering this after I spoke with her, and I wanted to remind myself to find joy, here it is, in the school drop-off line. I know that it's something that I have to do most days, but it's not always the most fun, and it can be typically kind of stressful, whether we're just running behind or the baby's crying, whatever it may be, I'm seeking to find more, I guess, joy and contentment in that moment. So what daily moment will you seek to find a simple joy? I'd like to know. As I said at the beginning, join me back here next week as I speak with Rochelle Crawford about organizing your child's wardrobe. We talk process, what to keep, how to involve your children, and more. I invite you to keep the conversation going at minimalistmomspodcast.com. There you'll find links to the Instagram account, Facebook page, and where you can find me all around the web. Thank you for joining up on this journey. I wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less.